You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Scary Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we talk one of the greatest marketed movies of this spooky season, Smile. You're going to die! You're going to die! I found 20 cases involving 19 victims with a direct line linking them all together. You said only 19. Why is it that everybody else who's seen it is dead and you're alive? I've seen it too. You? Get away from me! How long between each victim's death? None of them survived longer than a week. Today's my fourth day. I am not gonna keep running. I have to face it. After witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Cotter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality. Written and directed by Parker Finn, Smile stars Sosie Bacon as Rose Cotter, Jesse T. Usher as Trevor, Kyle Gallner as Joel, Robin Weigert as Dr. Madeline Northcott, and features Caitlin Stacy, Cal Penn, Rob Morgan, Jillian Zinser, Judy Reyes, and Jack Sochet. As I said in the intro, Smile may have some of the greatest marketing, not only this spooky season, but some of the best marketing that I have ever seen. You see, the premise of this movie includes characters having a super creepy smile on their face, and the team behind Smile paid actors wearing shirts that promoted the movie to stand in high traffic areas like Times Square, as well as attend sporting events, and stand facing the camera with that big creepy smile. Look it up if you haven't seen it, it was scary and awesome all at the same time. And Smile itself has has a great premise, a psychologist witnessing her patient violently killing herself, only to learn that she is now cursed by an entity that shows her horrifying events over and over again in order to repeat the cycle. It becomes a movie where not only the characters, but the audience has to second guess what's real and what is a hallucination. The story itself is unique enough, while still following a few of those common horror tropes just to pique my interest. Unfortunately, it also tries to do too much with the plot that it starts to feel long and watered down. Acting-wise, it's again a pretty mixed bag. Some of the actors are spectacular, while others appear brand new to the profession. And with such a toss-up in acting, the 115 minutes can seem like a real long runtime. But it's a horror movie, so I can let that slide. The scenes featuring the actual horror bits are fun, but the extra story filler being added slowed the movie down too much for me to stay fully engaged and entertained. Ultimately, Smile gives you an interesting story while actively over-explaining. The spectacular marketing cannot make up for a sub par film. I give Smile a C. The countdown is on to the holiday season and Nick and the team over at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use and let's start it off with a big trailer hitting the internet. Coming soon to a motion picture theater near you. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. People still need help, Dad. That's why we made this. Like a satellite for deep space, but Quanta. Wait, wait a minute. You're sending a signal down to the quantum realm. Turn it off. Now!
superhero partner Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne return to continue their adventures as Ant-Man and the Wasp. Together with Hope's parents Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, the family finds themselves exploring the quantum realm, interacting with strange new creatures, and embarking on an adventure that will push them beyond the limits of what they thought was possible. Jonathan Majors joins the adventure as Kang, and director Peyton Reed returns to direct the film with Kevin Feige and Stephen Broussard producing. Ant-Man and the Wasp sneaks into theaters on February 17th. Over in the land of casting, Jeff Goldblum is in final talks to step behind the curtain and play the wonderful Wizard of Oz in the live-screen adaptation of Wicked. The cast of Wicked already includes Ariana Grande, Cynthia Erivo, and Bridgerton's Jonathan Bailey, and will be presented as a two-part theatrical event, with films debuting in theaters in Christmas 2024 and 2025. Henry Cavill is a very busy man over in Hollywood, as Deadline is reporting Cavill and Isa Gonzalez will star in the upcoming Guy Ritchie project, The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. The movie, which will be based on real events, will chart UK Prime Minister Winston Churchill and James Bond scribe Ian Fleming's secret World War II combat organization. The clandestine squad's unconventional and entirely ungentlemanly fighting techniques against the Nazis helped change the course of the war and in part gave birth to the modern Black Ops unit. Red One, the upcoming Dwayne Johnson and Chris Evans Christmas movie, has added some new cast. Joining them will be Nick Kroll, Christopher Hiju, Wesley Kimmel, and Mary Elizabeth Ellis, as well as Lucy Liu and Kiernan Shipka. The plot of Red One is being kept heavily under wraps, but the intention is that Amazon will be able to turn this concept into a franchise. Deadline has also reported this weekend that Florence Pugh has signed on to star in the psychological thriller titled The Pack, which will be directed by co-star Alexander Skarsgård. The film will tell the story of a group of documentarians who brave the remote wilderness of Alaska in an effort to save a nearly extinct species of wolves. When the crew is brought back together at a prestigious award ceremony, tensions flare as a deadly truth threatens to unravel their work. The team lived through the harsh elements of the wild, but will a secret they share survive the night? We're one year away from the next entry in the Saw franchise, which is currently titled Saw X. The plan for Saw X is that it will be very much a John Kramer story, and as such, it has been confirmed that Tobin Bell will be reprising his role of John Kramer, aka Jigsaw. The rumor right now is that the story is being told from Kramer's point of view, as opposed to following the trap victims. Saw 6 and the Saw Final Chapter director Kevin Grudert is returning to Helm Saw X, which is aiming for an October 27th, 2023 release. The Hollywood Reporter is stating that Aaron Taylor Johnson is joining Ryan Gosling in David Leitch's upcoming The Fall Guy, based on the classic 1980s series of the same name. Gosling will star as a battered and past-his-prime stuntman who finds himself back on a movie with the star he worked with long ago and who replaced him. The problem, however, is that that star was now missing. Aaron Taylor Johnson will be playing the movie star that Gosling is doubling for in The Fall Guy, with Emily Blunt also starring as a prosthetic makeup artist who has a romantic past with the stuntman. The Fall Guy is aiming for a March 1st, 2024 release. Over in the land of the stars, it was confirmed that Damon Lindelof is writing a new Star Wars movie that is set to be directed by Charmaine Obeid Chinoy. And now Hollywood Reporter has offered a few more details. Sources are saying that the new Star Wars movie will take place after the events of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, and it's possible that the film could feature some of the characters who appeared in the new trilogy. Sources are also saying that this new project is originally developed as a standalone movie, but with the potential to lead to further sequels if it does well. Deadline also reported this weekend that Venom writer Kelly Marcel is shifting into the director's chair for Venom 3. The project, which is a collaboration between Sony and Marvel Studios, is being written by Marcel and Hardy themselves. Plot details are unknown, nor is it known if any of the characters from the first two films will return for the 
threequel. Shifting to the land of DC, following the resignation of Walter Hamada, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Saslav has confirmed that James Gunn and Peter Safran will be appointed co-chairman and chief executive officers of DC Studios and will oversee the creative direction of the DC Universe across all platforms. Upon announcing the news, James Gunn confirmed that the first person he spoke with following accepting the job was Marvel Studios CEO Kevin Feige. The Hollywood Reporter reached out to Feige to see his feelings on the matter, to which he was very supportive of his friend. He said, quote, I speak to James almost every day. We have a wonderful thing called the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special coming out. We have a wonderful thing called Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 coming out in May. How he'll have any time to work on DC until May, I don't know. But once he does have the time, I'll be very excited. I'll be first in line. And before we talk more about that Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, let's talk a little bit more about DC. Following the spoilers in Black Adam, it has been confirmed that Henry Cavill will step back into the role officially as Superman in the DC Universe. You're scared of me because you can't control me. You don't, and you never will. That doesn't mean I'm your enemy. Cavill announced the news on Instagram, featuring a picture of Cavill in Superman's blue and red suit. He then went on to say, Hey everyone, I wanted to wait until the weekend was over before posting this because I wanted to give you all a chance to watch Black Adam. Now that plenty of you have, I wanted to make it official that I am back as Superman. The image you see in this post and what you saw in Black Adam are just a very small taste of things to come. There's a lot to be thankful for, and I'll get to that in time. I wanted to thank you guys most of all. Thank you for your support, and thank you for your patience. I promise it will be rewarded. Warner Brothers also confirmed that they are putting The Batman up for awards contention. The awards that the studio is campaigning for include Best Picture, Best Actor for Robert Pattinson, Best Supporting Actress for Zoe Kravitz, Best Supporting Actor for Paul Dano, Jeffrey Wright, John Turturro, Peter Sarsgaard, Barry Keegan, Andy Serkis, and of course Colin Farrell. For behind-the-camera considerations, Warner's is also interested in pushing Matt Reeves for Best Director and Best Adapted Screenplay along with co-writer Peter Craig. The Batman made over $700 million at the box office and has an 85% critics aggregate on Rotten Tomatoes and an 87% audience score. Moving to the small screen, following the announcement of James Gunn and Peter Safran, it was confirmed that the long-developing Green Lantern show for HBO Max is now set to be retooled. It should be noted that this decision was not made by Gunn or Safran and is in no way connected to that news. The redevelopment will now involve changing the focus of the story to another character, which is that of Jon Stewart. The showrunner and writer for Green Lantern, Seth Grant, Smith has already completed scripts for eight episodes of the show when the decision was made. He was understandably frustrated with the situation, having already dealt with the studio regime change, and has now departed from the show. The original concept for the show was to focus on the first Green Lantern, Alan Scott, while featuring Guy Gardner and a multitude of other lanterns from comic book favorites to never-before-seen heroes. Back to the Marvel small screen, a trailer was released for the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, featuring a special somebody. We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. I just said that, Drax. With your voice is small and mousy, I think maybe he didn't hear you. Ah! You're coming with us as a Christmas present. In the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special trailer, Sean Gunn's Craiglin informs the Guardians that Christmas is right around the corner. However, the gang is aware that one of their teammates, that being Star-Lord, is feeling down in the dumps after the loss of Gamora. Hoping to bring Christmas cheer his way, Mantis and Drax visit Earth to kidnap Star-Lord's idol, Kevin Bacon. After breaking into Bacon's cheerfully decorated home, the footloose star makes a mad dash for safety, with Drax and Mantis giving chase. The trailer also features another look at Cosmo the Space Dog and a more mature version of 
of Groot. James Gunn, who directed and wrote the special one-off presentation, said, quote, it's the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. It's totally ridiculous, and every day we can't believe that we're making it. We all completely love it. It's unlike anything that anyone's ever seen before. I can't wait for people to see it. Marvel also spent the weekend announcing an upcoming Disney Plus series following the character of Vision. The project, titled Vision Quest, currently has no formal synopsis. It could possibly be based off a 1989 story arc in West Coast Avengers, where Vision was dismantled, his human brain patterns wiped out, his skin rendered chalk white, and essentially transforming him into more of a robotic being, as his memories would eventually be restored, though not his emotions. Vision Quest also saw him learn the truth about his children with the Scarlet Witch, as Wanda suffered a hysterical pregnancy in which her powers projected into creating imaginary children who were wiped from existence upon the truth being revealed. The Vision Quest story arc fits perfectly into what's going on with the Vision and the Scarlet Witch. Shortly after announcing his return as Superman, Netflix has confirmed that season three of The Witcher will be the last time we see Cavill as Geralt of Rivia. In a statement on Netflix's To Doom site, Cavill said, quote, My journey as Geralt of Rivia has been filled with both monsters and adventures, and alas, I will be laying down my medallion and my swords for season four. In my stead, the fantastic Mr. Liam Hemsworth will be taking up the mantle of the White Wolf. As with the greatest of literary characters, I pass the torch with reverence for the time spent embodying Geralt and enthusiasm to see Liam's take on this most fascinating and nuanced of men. Liam, good sir, this character has a wonderful depth to him. Enjoy diving in and seeing what you can find. In his own statement, Hemsworth said, quote, as a Witcher fan, I'm over the moon about the opportunity to play Geralt of Rivia. Henry Cavill has been an incredible Geralt, and I'm honored that he's handing me the reins and allowing me to take up the White Wolf's blades for the next chapter of his adventure. Henry, I've been a fan of yours for years and was inspired by what you brought to this beloved character. I may have some big boots to fill, but I'm truly excited to be stepping into the Witcher world. As for now, The Witcher Season 3 is set to date debut in the summer of 2023, with the prequel series The Witcher Blood Origin hitting Netflix on December 25th. And finally, we end on a triple dose of news from Amazon. Seth Rogen has confirmed that he's teaming up once again with Evan Goldberg for Sausage Party Foodtopia, an animated series based on the 2016 film. We've been chosen together! Brenda, you and me. I'm so happy the gods put our packages together. It's because we belong together. It's like we were made for each other. Consisting of eight episodes, the first season of Sausage Party Foodtopia will feature original voice cast members reprising their roles, including Seth Rogen, Kristen Wiig, Michael Sarah, David Krumholt, and Ed Norton. Will Forte, Sam Richardson, Yasir Lester, and Natasha Rothwell will also be joining the cast. It was also confirmed this weekend that Black Adam star Aldous Hodge is set to star in Amazon Studios' Alex Cross series based on the best-selling book series by the same name. Alex Cross will focus on Alex Cross, a detective and forensic psychologist, who is able to see inside the minds of his suspects. A complex figure in his line of work, Cross is also a caring father who prioritizes his family. As Cross hunts killers, he uncovers parts of himself that make him a prisoner of his own mind. When his wife's murder leaves him paralyzed with grief, Cross contemplates loving again while bringing peace to the victims he wants to avenge. The character of Alex Cross was previously played by Morgan Freeman in 1997's Kiss the Girls, before reprising the role in 2001's Along Came a Spider, while Tyler Perry played the character in 2012. 12. It was also confirmed this weekend that Taylor Sheridan's Yellowstone prequel 1923 is turning into something a little bit more significant than initially anticipated. According to Deadline, 1923 will span two eight-episode seasons set across multiple eras. Negotiations are currently ongoing to bring back cast members for another batch of episodes. The story will explore the Dutton family legacy, including their battle to maintain ranch ownership during the 1940s and the 1960s. The series stars Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren 
Hoffman playing Jacob and Kara Dutton. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, I'm seeing something no one else can see except for me. It's smiling at me, but not a friendly smile. It's the worst smile I've ever seen in my life. Thank you.